Hey girl, have you ever thought about how your diet, your nutrition habits, and your mindset on food can be influenced by your spiritual life? What is God's perspective on how we eat, what we eat, and when we eat? In today's episode, I'm going to share four biblical truths with you that I have personally experienced to help shape and form and and really trans, transition my journey to freedom so much quicker than trying to do it on my own. So I hope you'll stick with me today and check out these four biblical truths that can really start you on the journey to freedom. Hey girl, welcome to the podcast, She Breaks Free. I'm Tara Josie, a wife, mom, fitness professional, and recovered obsessor of diet and exercise. If you're ready to finally break free from what you're supposed to do and find out what's best for you, gain solutions on the diet that works for your body and learn fitness strategies to change your health, this podcast was made for you. As always, you can find out more or connect with me in our Facebook group, She Breaks Free. Okay, it's time to put your big girl pants on, lay that cookie down. Let's get into today's show. Why am I sharing this with you today? Why is this important that we really need to know what God's perspective is? Well, if you're in a growing relationship with God and you really do want to grow in your faith, it's super important to know what God's perspective is on on how we view ourselves, how we view our relationship with food. And for me personally, I really had nowhere else to go. And, you know, this is such an isolating thing when you are binging and purging, or you are just compulsively eating or just emotional eating. And just the, the mindset that we get into the, the kind of the cycles that we get into of just the obsession with food. We don't share that with people. At least I didn't share that with people. You're kind of embarrassed, right? We don't want to be judged. And sometimes really not ever really feeling that people understand kind of where we are. I think you know, after hitting rock bottom, like so many times, you know, the cycle that, that we can get ourselves into with food. And, you know, I really didn't have anywhere to go except God. And I think that oftentimes God brings us to those places in our life, right? Where we just really have nowhere else to go, but to reach out to him. And that's in those moments where we know that growth can happen when we surrender. And I surrendered lots of times in my journey with food. Lots of times, you know, this binging and purging sometimes really getting to the place of just feeling so sick and tired of living the way I was living. God just really brought me to my knees and really began to make my awareness that I needed him. I needed to depend on him for every second of the day so that I could get myself out of this cycle, get myself out of this lifestyle, out of this habit of how I was eating, treating my body. And really these truths helped change that for me. I want to share with you the first one. The question first, does God care about my diet? Well, yes, he does. Yes. God cares about what you're putting into your body. And the reason being is that God cares about every single thing we do. He loves us so much that he sent his son to die on the cross for us. He loves every single detail about who we are who we are, what we're doing, what we're becoming. He is so wanting an intimacy with us so great that he cares about every single detail. And these are things that I've learned over the years 
of how important it is just to pour out my heart before him. His word says that he loves us and he loves us so much that his, he sacrificed his own son for us to die on the cross. He knows our behaviors can either help us to grow towards him or to grow away from him. And the behaviors that I was living out, the hiding of the food, the, the binging, and just this cycle of constant chaos in my mind, he, he, cared, he cared about that. He still cares about that. He cares about where our mindset is. And he wants to help us grow towards him, not away from him. And these kind of behaviors, like I said before, they're isolating, right? They isolate us from other people. What does that do to us and God? It's like, well, I don't want to face the consequences of my sin. I don't want to face the consequences of how I'm living, what I'm doing. I'm hiding, I'm lying, I'm, you know, going through the drive-through and not and eating this, this, and this, and not not telling anybody. You know, I I, I would be ashamed to do that. Well, we hide that from God too. But he loves us so much that he wants to know every detail. So yes, he does care about what we put into our bodies, our diets, our nutrition habits. Secondly, it matters how we treat our bodies. In 1 Corinthians 3.16, the Bible says, Our bodies are the temple of his Holy Spirit. If you have a relationship with God and you've asked him into your heart to, to be the savior of your life and you're living for him, you have been given his Holy Spirit. When you did that, the whole, his Holy Spirit's living inside you. And your body is a temple of his spirit. And so when you have that vision, you have that perspective, we oftentimes can shift our mindset to think, well, this body's not mine. It's, it's a gift to me. So I should be treating it how God wants me to treat it. And for me, that's so convicting. It's, it's still convicting. Obviously, we, we don't make all the great choices. We're, you know, we're still doing this and this, eating junk here and there. And and that's okay. But it's just this cycle, this mentality, the mindset that I was so wrapped up in for so many years that that's not going to bring me closer to him. It was taking me away from him. So really the impact on our health to live out our purpose for him, we can't do that if we're in the cycle of just constantly thinking, obsessing, and not really having that mental space to do the things that God's purposed us to do. We're so consumed with ourselves. We're so consumed with our diet and what we look like and what we need to do, how much weight we need to lose. We're not thinking outside of ourselves and focusing on really truly how our health impacts God's purpose for our life. The example that we can set for others, you know, as, as a parent, you really are setting the example for for your children, right? So if you if you're single, that that may come later in life. But you know, as parents, how do we set that example? And do we want our children to hide from us to eat? I, I don't. I've tried to really establish a non-restrictive way of of eating in our house, and to not restrict things. Yes, there's there's going to be times where I'm going to say no. You can't have you can't have that chocolate or you can't have that much. You can have one piece, but there's some parameters there, some healthy parameters, but not anything that says, absolutely not. You can't eat that because for me, the patterns of my life and my behavior is it, when it was restricted, it made me want it that much more. And then when I got it, it was, it was all over with. It was, it was binging and overeating and the patterns then would begin. The third truth I want you to grab a hold of is that self-control is a fruit of the Spirit. And the Bible talks about the fruits of the Spirit. When we are living by His Holy Spirit, 
we actually can be transformed to really display the fruits of his spirit. And self-control is one of those. And for me, so many years, just feeling out of control, like I have no self-control, I have no self-discipline, you know, that type of mentality, that type of mindset was taking me away from what God wanted me to do taking me away from the purposes that God had for me instead of like reading the truth, like of who I am in Christ, reading the truth of, yes, I can have self-control by the power of his Holy Spirit. I can, I mean, he created this universe. Don't you think he can help us with our self-control? I know for me, that was really hard. And that's still one of those things that we have to continually press on towards is really trying to allow God to change us in those areas. Allowing food to dominate everything we do can destroy us mentally. And when our mental space is wrecked, that can impact everything else, right? The stress of that, the, the can physical stress that can that can be created from that, how we how we have a relationship with other people, that can be affected. Allowing God to change us in this area can really influence others who struggle. You know, this opportunity to have a podcast and really be able to to share my story and my truth to other people, even if it just helps one person, that's God, God has purposed me for this time. Never in a million years would I have imagined sharing my truth here with whoever may be listening, but that's the reality of it, that if you're feeling called to be able to influence other people in that way, because not everybody's going to understand where you're at in this struggle, And it's a great opportunity for God to really use you where you are. The fourth truth to hold on to is Romans 12, 1. Offer your bodies to God for all that he has done for you. This is truly the way to worship him. This is really convicting for me. You know, how how do we, we say we love God. We say we want to grow. We say we want to praise God. But how do we do that? Do we just do that on Sunday mornings when we're singing together with other people at church? Are we doing that in our car with worship music? Or are we doing that with our with our bodies? Are we doing that with what we choose to put in? Are we doing that with the the way we treat our bodies? Are we getting enough rest? Are we getting enough nutrition? Are we doing the things we need to do to really offer ourselves up as a living sacrifice, our, our bodies, our health, and being able to live out the calling that he has for us? Time with God in his word can change you. I've experienced it. And it is the truth that his word is living and active. And the more that we can get the truth of his word, the Bible, into our hearts, into our minds, the better we will become. And you may you may not feel that initially. You might just feel like you're going through the motions. I don't really understand what this is saying. I don't really know what this is saying. Ask God. God, reveal to me what this verse is saying to, about my life. How, how do I apply this to my life? Ask him specifically and he will show you. He is faithful. He will come through for you and he will guide you and how he wants to guide you as long as you're showing up and you're surrendering your will to what it is that he's got for you. I have always loved to journal and journal was really something that I used so much to journal my struggles. I would journal my prayers, just putting it on paper. I don't know about you, but sometimes when it's time to have a little bit of prayer time, especially when you've dedicated, right? And then all of a sudden your mind goes like 20 different places and then five minutes have gone by and you're like, whoa, whoa, come back, come back, come back, come back to prayer. I find if I write out my prayers, I can stay so much more focused on my prayers and what I'm just trying to pour out to God. And through that time, I can really 
allow myself to be honest, I can then, you know, sometimes even then go back and see how God's really changed things in my life with journaling. And that may not be for you, but that's something has definitely worked for me. And the last thing is just really to focus in on your prayer, making sure that you are constantly in connection with God, because you know what, we can't do this life without him. Those who don't know him personally, it breaks my heart because sometimes I just, I just wonder like, where's the hope? How do you make it through the day? You know, the anxiety levels are so high in this, in this culture, in this world, so high. And yet there's so many people not walking with God in such a way that prayer is really the remedy for the anxiety and just laying it over every time we we get an anxious thought, every time we get a worry, like, do we hand it over to God? Do we physically see ourselves handing that over? Because you know what? Most of the time it's completely out of our control. But God, the creator of this universe, he knows everything. He is in control. And if we just allow him to just guide us and lead us, like how much more can we do for him when we just release that and we're more in tune with what he wants us to do? We can only do that in connecting with prayer. He desires a relationship relationship with us so much. He wants that intimacy. And if we're not communicating with him, and we're not having some quiet time so that we can hear him. How do we have a relationship? It's a challenge. But the more that we do this, the more that we can encounter God daily, the more that it be just comes part of who we are. And eventually we just see how much God has transformed our lives. I know for a fact, I would not be here today where I'm sitting had it not been for the, for the relationship that I have with God and the things that he's taught me along the way the moments of pain, the moments of struggle, the moments of crying out in this area around food. And, you know, it's, it's a work in progress, right? We're never perfect, but the freedom that I have now compared to, you know, several years ago, it's just night and day. And the freedom that I have, the, the mental space that is freed up, I, I can only give God all the glory for what he's done. And I pray too, that this has encouraged you that you can grab a, grab a hold of at least one of these truths for yourself, wherever you are, that yes, God does care about your diet. He cares about every single detail of your life, no matter what it is, no matter how small you think it is, he cares. Secondly, that it matters how we treat our bodies. It absolutely does. He says that our bodies are the temple of his Holy Spirit. Third, self-control is a fruit of the Spirit. If we want to be living out what God's calling us to do, self-control is a part of that. God, help me, teach me, show me, crying out to him. The last one is Romans 12, 1, offer your bodies to God for all that he has done for you. This is truly the way to worship him. Thinking about that and moving forward, God, how do I show you how much I love you? Teach me how to treat myself and my relationship with food in such a way that I can release it all to you and grow into who you, it is that you want me to become. I pray that you are blessed by what uh, I've shared today. And if you'd love to talk more or just reach out via the Facebook, come into our Facebook group, She Breaks Free. Would love to connect with you there. You can also email me, Tara, T-A-R-A-J at dietditching.com. I can connect with you there and just would love to hear your story and where you are. Hope you have a wonderful day and look forward to chatting next time. If you have been blessed today, you can thank me big by heading over to Apple Podcast and leave me a written review of the show. I would be so grateful. 
Secondly, if you want to connect with me and others who are like-minded, go to Facebook and join She Breaks Free group. It's a private group where you can feel safe and always share your heart. I will be there to answer questions, provide tips, and help you in your journey to freedom. Here's to you breaking free. God bless.